This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey, everybody. I'm back, and I'm Ben. And I'm Ashley. And we are sitting in Glenbrook. Is this California or Nevada? Nevada. This is Nevada. Do you say Nevada or Nevada? Nevada. Oh, I say Nevada. What, what do you think? Wrong. Pro- we have an audience here being like, "Ew." <laughs> okay, Nevada it is from now on. We're, we're, if you hear some background noise today, we we actually are sitting in a house on the lake um, because Ashley w- and Jared were kind enough to fly out to ta- to Lake Tahoe to watch me play in the American Century Championship. I'm sorry. What am I? Well, Amy is here too. Uh, <laughs> Amy's provided yeah. the locales. Yeah, so Thank it, you. we have a group of people that came out. Um, we're all kind of just relaxing and hanging out in the house tonight because the championship just got done. <laughs> Poor Ben is like exhausted. I'm actually tired. He's like rubbing his face. Mm-hmm. He's just so mellow. The dude has been up, what, what is it, like 5.30, 6 in the morning? It's, this is the craziest event. So anybody out there listening, we've talked about it, I think, prepping for, for the tournament a couple times, but this is a big deal to me. And it's a celebrity golf tournament. There's 93 celebrities in, in Lake, that come out to Lake Tahoe. And we play five days of golf, three of which are tournament play. The first tee times are about 7 o'clock in the morning. And so you want to get to the course around at least 6 o'clock to start eating breakfast, stretching, hitting golf balls. So for the last five days, I've been... You, yeah. Why does stretching help golf? I'm sorry. I'm such a novice. Because it's, She's it's looking a, at me hating me right now. It's an athletic sport. Yeah. Well, you have to get your hips loose. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, it's big for your back. You want to get your arms loose. If you want to get twerk through the ball. Twerked? Like twerk. Like if you like, you know, like when you move your hips. Yeah. Like really fast. Is that the fast an actual you, like word that people use that now they use in urban terms? Like twerking, yeah, yeah. So like, I twerk my golf ball. <laughs> no way. What my golf? Yeah, my golf <laughs> swing has a lot of twerk in it, right? Cool. And so, uh, yeah, we get there early, and and there's everybody at this tournament ranging from you know Steph Curry is a huge draw, Aaron Rodgers, Tony Romo won the tournament today. Oh, he did. Um, Charles he, Barkley. Jared and I saw him getting his ball like um you know in the sand or whatever the other day. And he did a really great shot out of it. And he was classic Tony Romo, just like cheesing, like his arm up. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm watching football right now. It really is. And this is what he lives in. in, So he's actually flying out tonight Mm -hmm. to Wisconsin to play 36 more holes of golf tomorrow for a tournament. The guy loves golf now. Um, it's like the ultimate retirement sport. Yeah, and he's 30, good at six, thirty-seven. Such yeah, a retiree. I, I understand now. I retired. So there's just a ton of athletes out here. Your I, parents? Did you say your parents? Yeah, my dad uh, caddied for me this so afternoon. Sweet. Um, my You're- mom walked the course the whole, every day. We we had a great time. And uh, I got to play. I think uh, so. My first group was uh, Tim Simons from Veep. Uh, he's cool. Jonah and V. Okay. Miles Teller, who I think he's, like, he's an up up and coming actor. He's not even up and coming, but he's like a future Oscar winner. Yeah, I mean, he's like I think he's uh, he, he's if he's thirty one years old. Yeah. I, I think in our generation, he'd be one of the up and coming best uh, new Miles actors. Teller? Yeah, he's going to be in the new Top he's Gun. Be, oh yeah, he's going to be in the new Top Gun, which is huge. I cannot believe they're re- they're is it they're not recreating it. it's Top Gun two. Yeah, yeah, so he we were talking about today they start filming in September. Too cool. You know the cool part about Top Gun and, and for anybody out there listening, uh, they don't use a green screen. So he's taking flight lessons starting next month. He was telling me to get used to the G force because he's actually going to be flying in the plane while they're filming. Oh. 
Like, this is all going to be real. So I'm, I'm pumped to watch it. And then uh, Sean Payton, the coach of the, the New Orleans oh, Saints. I've always loved Sean Payton. He's a great guy. I have no idea why. Yeah. I thought he's, like, the cutest... I think he's cute. <laughs> yeah. He's a good looking man. Yeah. He looks good. Um, and so we, we got to play golf. Um, and then uh, Jim McMahon mm-hmm. and uh, Jared Allen. Apparently, Jim McMahon, you guys, you may not know who he was. I didn't know who he was. He mm-hmm. was a quarterback for the Bears back in the 80s. And we're watching, and Jared is like, that's Jim McMahon. He's a maniac. I go, why is he a maniac? Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> Then he shared a couple stories. My dad, when I told him about you playing with Jim McMahon, was like, oh, yeah, one time he stabbed his eye with a fork. Oh, I don't know this. Oh, no. Yeah, but you have a great story. Can you oh, I it? love Jim McMahon. I think he was the nicest, friendliest man to me. But he has a crazy, funny story that uh, a few years ago in, like, at this tournament, he, he pooped his pants. <laughs> Yeah. On the 16th hole. That's on the expression, guys. Like, but no, he actually did. And pants. this is the in funniest part. Yeah, in white pants. But the best part about this story is that he has so much confidence and he just like doesn't care that he went out and jumped in the Lake Tahoe on national television to clean himself up. Yeah. And he like, in the middle he, of the golf he tournament, barely even hid this from people. He's like, no. Oh, um, everything was great today until I fished my pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. Oh, I'm sorry. Beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> this one's red, PG 13. But um, so Jim McMahon was incredible. Jared Allen, I just got to play with some great guys. But then the whole tournament is full of a a bunch of retired athletes and celebrities um, that want to come out and hang out, play golf, compete against each other again. So this is a great event. Thank you, American Century, uh, for inviting me. I hope to come back next year. Yeah, I hope you do, too. All the girls are freaking out over Ben out on the golf course. And you met Garrett today yeah. at the tournament? So listen to this. So the whole 17 at the American Central Championship has about 1,000 people that kind of line up the beach in their pontoons. It's a big party. Loud music. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's, it, it's a big, big party. So I tee off, and all of a sudden this guy yells, Ben, Ben. And so I look back, and uh, he's a good-looking fella. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm like, he's like, hey, you know me. No. And I was like, I don't know you at all. I, I, I don't think I do. And so then he's like, no, 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 you know who I am. And he had sunglasses on and a hat. So I really don't know how Garrett thought I knew who he was. But then Why he, didn't he say, Ben, it's me, Garrett, yeah, from yeah, Becca season. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then he goes, hey, it's me, Garrett. And I go, oh. And so I went out and we took a picture together. I talked to him, exchanged numbers. I haven't, I haven't got to talk to him yet. Oh. Um, but he came uh, for the tournament because he saw that I had posted him out here. And he lives in Reno. So we, you know, it was... It was awesome to see him. Uh, we got to, to hang out for just a quick bit. But uh, I will definitely be giving him a call just to catch up on life. Um, at, his at, number? Yeah. I have his number. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a big deal that I have Garrett's yeah. number. And, and as we know, Garrett is still around. In the running. In the it's running. Coming. So is, <laughs> So later on the podcast, we have a spoiler alert. Okay, so everybody out there listening, you can't yell at us this time. This is a spoiler alert. We're going to have the contestant that got kicked off tonight's episode of The Bachelorette. It's a big land for us. This is a big interview. Yeah. We got a lot to break down with this guy. I know. It's really, it's going to be crazy. There's a lot of subjects to brush with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. Okay, so here's my question for you, Ashley. Okay. Yeah. Um, Another spoiler: Garrett's still around. Well, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if so, here if if he he's either going to end up with Becca, and if say he doesn't, mm-hmm. do you see him being the next bachelor? Out of these, out of these four guys, in order, let's rank who could be the next guy. Okay, so 
I think Colton might be the front runner. Mm. I think that I like, disagree. Really? Yeah, I do. I feel like girls are the most into him. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's like very boy band, you know. Like he's very approachable, cute. Yeah. Okay. He's not intimidating man, you know. He's not like a Garrett, where Garrett's like full grown man. Mm. Um, I feel like if Garrett were to become the next Bachelor, he, especially after seeing his hometown, he would be like the next Chris Souls. You know, they did a little farming. Mm-hmm. Um, he just seems very. As, as Becca said, like a salt of the earth type guy, like in a total Americana season. Yeah. I could see him being a good bachelor for like that reason. I think America loves like an all American man. Yeah. Well, they're all American men because they're from Colorado. That's true. You know, there's a lot of good people See, from what Colorado. Is what is that about like the charm, the Americana charm mm, that comes grit. from being a, a resident of Colorado. <laughs> I really know. I mean, I think it's just your grit and determination to make it through, you know. <laughs> to make it through all the snow. <laughs> make it through all the snow. And up the mountains. <laughs> um, we, so I left uh, after uh, coming into this week's episode, we have Garrett, Jason, who I, think's, I think he has a shot at this. You think he has a shot of yeah. being Becca's man or being the next mm, bachelor? Well, obviously I think he has a shot of being Becca's man. But I, if he doesn't, I think. If we're saying that all these guys somehow get kicked off, yeah. like clean slate, Becca doesn't like any yeah. of them. I think Jason might be it. Okay, so Jason's not a warm and fuzzy type guy. No. He's not super vocal, but he has the swag, which the other guys don't really have. Mm-hmm. He is just kind of like that cool guy who you feel like you have to win over. That's is that the vibe it? I'm getting. Okay, so he's a li- like you have to work for him. Yeah, you totally have to work for him. Jason might seem like the guy you have to win over, but we just got some really big breaking news about one other of Becca's guys. Yeah. Amy, the producer, please take it over. Okay, so I will read this because we may want to tell Colton, because obviously, spoiler alert, we already revealed that we have Colton. Okay, and there's some inappropriate language and there are children here, so plug your ears. We've all heard All right, so this says, last week there was mention of people not believing Colton is a virgin. I attended college at Illinois State with Colton and my sorority sisters, Go Kayo, often hung out with Colton and his friends, the football team. I can say firsthand that Colton is, in fact, a virgin. I have multiple hilarious stories of girlfriends attempting to claim it and to prove this, including a time one of my girlfriends, she calls her out by name, says, and Colton knows well, so we should mention, says she lived next door to Colton. She drunkenly threw rocks at his windows for an hour. This is at- amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. This is so juicy. At- Ben's looking at the looking at us like this is not amazing. This is totally oh. a like uh, what is it? This is the worst. Like a privacy invasion. Yeah, People we just said a girl's name. They emailed it. They said we can, and they gave a phone number. They don't seem to be. This concerned. is yeah. Go e- Kyo, Kyo Omega. Wait, sent us this friend, and Colton knows. Well, it sounds like she proudly threw rocks at Colton's window for an hour at 2 a.m., hoping he would give in to her desires. We later learned that not only is Colton a virgin, but he didn't drink much, and he truly was focused on on football. What a terrible guy. I think he's like the greatest guy on the planet. That's what I'm saying. This guy, listen, they go on and on. Colton's goal was to get into the NFL. He rarely went out. The only times he hung out with everyone was at pregames, usually held in the football apartment he lived at. She was not close to Colton, but she can attest to the fact that he is one of, if not the sweetest and most genuine hum- human being she has ever met. 
The rumors that Colton is on the show for the wrong reasons or searching for fame are just not who he is. He is a good-hearted guy who is well-liked by all. She would love the opportunity to speak to you, Ben, about this. And if there is any further information, we can call her right away. This is from... Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought, she see, okay, I'm okay sound, with this. She makes it sound like you're not convinced that Colton's a good guy or something. I know. I don't, I've never said that. I know. I like Colton. We've always liked Colton. Yeah, but I thought that email was taking a different turn. That's why I wasn't okay with it at the beginning. Right, but it was great. I thought once the rocks was being th- were being thrown, I thought something was going to happen. Man, and I wish I was such a sought-after virgin as Colton seems to be. Yeah, were people ever throwing rocks at never. your window? <laughs> Where's Jared at when you need him? You know? Jared! um well good for colton i mean i don't think you and i've ever thought colton wasn't genuine and and his you know moral choice uh to be a virgin or to not drink good on him great that's that's something to to stand and be proud of he's he's put a stake in the ground and said i'm going to stand for something Uh, but you know i have found it odd that it's became such a big storyline this know. season. This is what I've been saying mm. all week. And long. you would know about this. What do you think about this? You you would like, know firsthand how this feels. Why is it? Why is it always such a big deal? Like why is? Why do people care if like you've never experienced that? Mm-hmm. Like why does the general population care? I can understand why he has to tell Becca at this point because you know they're pretty far in. I think like in a regular relationship, you would have told your the person you're dating that much you know that information mm-hmm. at this point because let's say it's six weeks in right you yeah. would have to have told them um but i mean so here's the thing we have a sponsor yeah i would i would guarantee well i guarantee colton's not an expert at finding out the breast sizes the bra sizes bra sizes breast sizes isn't that what that says well it probably does yeah it does say breast size all right it's very it's very uh specific way of saying oh okay i thought this was what said well third love is a bra company and they're not just a regular bra company because they do help you identify your breast size and shape and find a style that fits your body i will say um i didn't know that i was a 32 and a half b I'm, i'm a half size but only third love has half sizes and my sister also realized through third love that she is also a half size um, Interesting. A lot of women don't realize that they are half sizes, and thousands mm-hmm. of women out in the world are not wearing the right size, and they're not showing off the girls the way they really should be. I've always wondered that because, like, it's either over pouring through the cup, mm-hmm. or they're just not high enough in the cup. Mm-hmm. But if they were to take Third Love's Fit Finder quiz, they would find their perfect size. They have cups from A through H. That's literally like every woman in the world, A through H. And they have bands up to 48. They're hands down the most comfortable bra you've ever owned. I've had, I have like three now. And they guarantee the perfect fit. And if, if there isn't a perfect fit, then you can return and exchange. It's easy, free. And you can just, you know, actually find your fit by, by taking the quiz again or talking to one of their helpful employees third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15 percent off your first order so go to thirdlove.com. that is third t-h-i-r-d love.com slash famous right now so you can find the perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase that is thirdlove.com slash famous for 15 percent off today so next 
our special spoiler alert. Colton is going to call in to this podcast. Before he does, though, Ashley, yes, we got to fill in the listeners on what happened on this week's episode with this. So outside of Becca and Colton's relationship, mm-hmm. Becca sits down with some of her closest Bachelor Nation friends mm-hmm. to discuss life and love and happiness and everything good going on in her world today. But there is a storm of brewing. And somebody isn't happy, and it's Tia. Yeah. Why now? That's the question I want to ask you, Ashley, before Colton Shit, gets I here. I don't know, ben. Why now? And it- we all knew that when we saw Tia just look at Colton in episode three, that there was still something there. At least for her, she was like, oh, there he is. That's my crush. I like him. And then she waited and waited until he was final four. And then she was like, I got to say something or... Uh, we gotta get get. We have to get Colton's side because we gotta get his side because what if he was super annoyed by that move? Mm, so good. All right, we're bringing Colton on now. Colton, are you out there? Hey, how's it going? Colton, it is good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, good to talk to you guys. How you holding up? You all right? Yeah, man, I'm doing. I'm doing good. Uh, back in uh, Denver, Colorado, and you're stomping grounds. Man, it's uh, so for everybody listening, Colt and I have been able to meet up a couple of times. He's been great. He came to uh, one of Generous Coffee's events and said hi and brought his family. Um, I, I've been able to, to hang out with Colton a few times. Colton is, is everything um, that our, our juicy email said he was. Colton, before we start here, I want to fill you in. We got an email from one of your college friends. She's in a sorority. What was her name, Amy? Her name was She said you know Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good start but uh, oh yeah, no sure. well, she says you're wonderful sure. and pure yeah oh, that's awesome probably because i slept through every single house party my house through in college and i honestly in, in college i didn't really even get the college experience because i was so lame so she's probably she's probably right on that i agree with you i never got the college experience either because i was the exact no. same i was like i'm not gonna go out i'm not gonna drink obviously i'm not gonna hook up with random people so right <laughs> you and right. i are in the same boat in college <laughs> yeah you guys exactly. you guys you guys stayed true to your your ethics we know that um colton we have a lot to break down with you we just asked for complete honesty and transparency we are gonna dig deep because you're your storyline became one of the biggest and also Ash and I both agree one of the most confusing during this season of The Bachelorette. Colton, to start, how many times do you hang out with Tia? One time um, for a weekend in L.A. Did you guys sleep in the same hotel room? Um, I got us an Airbnb. Okay, so, yes. so it was a romantic getaway. It was. Type. So how long were you talking to her before that? Uh, I would say about a month, maybe a month and a half. Facetiming, texting. What was the just like it was more of a, it was more of like a casual text. So here's how it all started because this has been twisted a couple of different times. Okay, and give I'll it to us straight. Out. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot it straight for you guys right here. <laughs> okay. um, so I went to casting weekend for the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. and after leaving, they said, "Hey, we're releasing our our girls this weekend. Take a look at them. Let us know your top three. So I sent my top three in, which between all three of us, it was Lauren, Becca, and Tia. Those were the and girls that you were most into? Those were just, the, yeah, those were the girls just off of their headshots. Right. So it's, it's very shallow, like whatever. It's just yeah. off of physical appearance right off the bat. So I sent those back to the casting, and I actually followed all three on Instagram. And Tia followed me back. 
And I wasn't expecting that. And I was sort of shy and like, I wasn't going to DM her. I just, you know, it just is what it is. Um, and I was watching Stranger Things about a week later and I put it on my story and she DM'd me commenting on Stranger Things. So we, we all got, this all started off of her DMing me about Elle from Stranger Things. And we casually started talking on Instagram, we exchanged numbers, started talking, FaceTimed. And the second day that I talked to her, I actually disclosed to her that I was you know, a finalist for the show, and I was probably going on the show. Okay, so the thing is, she had not been aired on TV yet, and if she had, it was maybe only a week by the time you guys... It wasn't even a week. No, no, no. You guys started talking in December, which is probably why she saw you started following her on Instagram, because if it was after December, then it, she would just been overflowed with followers and wouldn't have seen you. Right. Okay. So, okay. This is how you set up the, the start of your relationship. So then you decide to hang out after leaving that weekend. Having known that she didn't win The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? After leaving that weekend, or the weekend was July 26th because we went there for my birthday. You mean January? Um, January sorry, January 26th because it was all for my birthday. The time. January mm-hmm. and yeah. July I always mix up. I forget my birthday um, also. <laughs> I, and I, I don't remember off the top of my head if was she off was was she home from that from that one visually was, like to the audience no she had not been eliminated yet yeah so so um as far as it goes like we had a good weekend I set everything up we went hiking uh, at Runyon Canyon with rescue puppies and yeah, we went out okay. to a, ste- a steak dinner like I honestly I planned it it was a great it was a great date great weekend. But I just left there, you know, knowing like she's going back to Arkansas. I'm going back to Denver. You know, we had somewhat of a spark, somewhat of a connection. But it just there wasn't enough for me to say like, hey, this is my person. I'm closing all my options out because I haven't had, you know, a lot of time in my life to date openly and like put myself out there. And the whole thing that she kept telling me during, she's like, I'm so excited for you. It's going to be such a great experience. You're going to have a blast. She was encouraging me the whole entire time we were talking. And she was very upfront with like, hey, if I get offered Bachelorette, just so you know, I'm doing it. And I said, hey, if I get offered going on the Bachelorette, I'm going. Like we we were very open and honest with each other because there just wasn't this, like we weren't at that point of a relationship to be like, hey, you know, you're mine and I'm yours. It just wasn't there yet. Do you think that maybe she was okay with having you go on the Bachelorette, no matter who the Bachelorette was, because there was possibly the idea of you guys reuniting in paradise? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that would be a question for her. But I think that, you know, in the back of her mind, she probably was looking at the odds and was like, there's no way, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to make it. So, you know, there's probably a good possibility that, you know, I'll see him again. I don't know, Colton. Based on your face and personality, it's you're really you're somebody that even I knew right off the bat when I interviewed you for access that you were going to go far. If you got on the show, you were going to go far. Well, I, to be to be honest with you, it was either I felt like I was going to go far or I was going to go home night one because Becca was going to recognize me. Mm. Oh, from Tia? That's a good yeah. point. Ooh, what if because, she did? Ooh, because actually, Becca Becca casually saw me FaceTime Tia one weekend. Um, while I was FaceTiming Tia, Tia was with Becca in Florida. So, like, I've, I met her and Caroline via FaceTime very briefly. So, like, I knew that she knew. Um and Tia told me that she told those two girls, but that was it. Like, that was the extent of it. That's so crazy. That's, that's yeah. wild. But as you're saying, so 
So all of this does get a little convoluted. It does get a little weird. Like we are touching the surface of, of oddness here. But what you're saying is, if, if if and tell me if I'm wrong, Colton. You and Tia connected via social media. You had something. You had a spark. You were interested. You knew that her possibility of being a bachelorette was 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 high. But you guys were interested in each other enough to at least take a weekend away to date, to have fun, to play around, to see where it went. When you left that weekend, you knew that you were still interested in Tia, and you knew she was still interested in you. Yet you also, the two of you, both knew that whatever was lying in your future was something you wanted to pursue, one, for the possibility of love, but two, because you just weren't sold yet that you were each other's persons. And why would you hold yourself back from a good opportunity when you don't know for certain, am I am I right? That's you just hit it right. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head with that. Okay, so leading now, that's that's the pre that's the pre party to now Tia sitting down with Becca during this season of The Bachelorette and saying I still have feelings for for Colton. Was that shocking to you? Does that does that make sense? I mean, for the fact that you've only spent a weekend together and you FaceTime and texted for a month, is it odd that Tia had strong enough feelings for you to voice those to Becca during the season? Uh, I was actually, I was blindsided. Um, I was not expecting that at all. And I thought that I truly, every time I said, you know, I'm glad, you know, the Tia things in the past, because I thought it was in the past. Um, I thought, after we left that spa day, I mean, you guys know how, you know, cutting um, of it goes, you know, we, we spent all three of us, you know, spent time talking to, to one another and we got it all out there and we, you know, we were all on the same page and moving forward with it. So it was, it was a little shocking when I heard that she came back to talk to Becca. Were you sad that your future with Becca was ended because of Tia? You know, I don't know if we can, can if we can completely say my my future with Becca was ended a hundred percent on Tia. I'm sure that that was a heavy portion of why my future with Becca was ended. Um, so yeah, of course I was sad. I was disappointed. I was frustrated. I was pissed off. Um, I had every emotion going through me at that time, and I didn't know how to process it. I mean, I think I mean you guys watched the breakup. I was speechless. I, I had nothing to say because I was so caught off guard. And I even I even had the conversation with Chris Harrison saying like, hey, what's going down in the fantasy suite? Because, you know, I can't wait to, you know, have this conversation, this alone time with Becca. I was already thinking next week. Right. Mm. Did they make you have that conversation with Chris Harrison, by the way? Um, I think it was a conversation that I did want to have with somebody at some point, And I was glad that I pulled Chris Harrison to talk about it just because he's been in the game, you know, for a long time. Colton, when did you stop talking to Tia after that weekend? When did you say, okay, I've been officially casted. I think we need to put this to a halt. Um, I would say we, we, we text after that weekend and it was more of just like on a friendship level of being like, you know, Hey, how are you doing? Catching up? You know, we, we stayed in contact, stayed FaceTiming. Um, I would say all the way up about two weeks before filming. And even then like two days before filming, you know, she texted me, said, Hey, good luck. Have a great time. I'm jealous that you're going to be around, you know, the producers again. Tell them, you know, like sort of being like, you know, hey, those are my friends, too. So it was more of like a friendship relationship after that weekend. It sounds like something I feel like I've probably been part of before. It's like you're hoping you're mm. going to keep in touch because you're hoping that the guy is going to develop strong feelings for you. And you're also not going to hold him back from other opportunities because you know that that would sound ridiculously clingy, especially for the point of the relationship you were at. 
Well, yeah, and I mean that's the thing. Like with with kids, I don't like, I don't fault her. I'm not mad at her. Um, it was a little frustrating, and it was very confusing for me uh, to have her come back and sort of play a part in my breakup, just because I was so focused on Becca that I wasn't even thinking about her. And that's sort of where for me, it's like she has such strong feelings to come back and risk her friendship with Becca and risk her image to come pull me out of a relationship to try to pursue me. And I'm not even thinking about her. So like, that's where for me, I was just like confused. I was like, am I missing something? I mean, I felt like we were on completely different pages. Why do you think she seemed okay week three, but then she came back a couple weeks later and was like, guess what? Not okay anymore. And then she was just, she was, I don't want to say it was, it was lying, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I think a part of it was, I mean, and a part of it was she didn't want to like pull, like she knew the experience and she didn't want to pull me out of it, but I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a good question for her. I mean, I think you could see when she sat down with the girls, like Caroline even said that she was, you know, texting her throughout the season. And I, obviously I don't know that. Um, so it was something that was on her mind constantly, but it wasn't on mine. You know what? I, I have a theory. This happens. I think we all do it. She's trying to be the cool girl. Like she's trying to be totally trying to be the cool yeah, like, Hey, I'm said. cool. I'm confident. I'm not the jealous yeah. person. Yeah. Colton, you go and have fun, do your thing. And then after some weeks, it started to mess with her a little bit. Social media is blowing up over this. Yeah. There's this is obviously controversial. She said that she was taking a social media break this week because I think she's getting a lot of crap for coming back and saying this now and not saying it during mm. week three. I have to say I was watching with Jared and he was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this is happening. Yeah. I can't believe she's doing this now. And I was like, I agree with you completely. And at the same time, I feel some sort of th- sympathy for her because I can actually feel the ache in her heart because mm. she must have really liked you. And it is hard to watch to watch the guy that you like dating another friend on the show. It's a whole different thing that we don't have to experience in real life, but you have to as part of the Bachelor family. Yeah, but see that that that's where like watching it for me the confusion came in because I spent you know two I spent two months investing myself completely and fully into Becca and giving that relationship my all and um, you know being true to who I was in the hard times too. I was stuff that I didn't really even want to talk about. I talked about it because I knew that it would strengthen our relationship. So for me, that was where the confusion came in when uh, Becca and I broke up. I was just sitting there, you know, like, what am I missing something with Becca and I's relationship that one conversation could, you know, sort of ruin what we had for two months. Hey Colton, we're going to pause there because I believe you are missing one thing in your life. At least I know you're missing one thing in your life. And that is blue apron. (laughs) I was wondering where you're going with this. Skip meal planning and get straight to cooking with blue apron. Enjoy delicious meals that are great on the grill, like honey chipotle glazed chicken and poblano and lime rice. Add smoky depth to your dinner while enjoying the warm weather and getting those perfect grill marks with incredible ingredients and chef design recipes. Blue apron lets you see the power of what food can do. Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-home culinary team. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedules. Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Colton, you look like a guy that eats no added... You actually... Man, I'm- I'm hungry now, Ben. Let me tell you what. You actually look like a guy that eats a lot of hormones. 
Hey, you know, I go to the grocery store. I look for I look for added hormones to my chicken. Not yeah. hormone free. I look for added hormones. So, so the, I don't know if this is actually for you, but it's for everybody else in the world. Blue Apron's a gr- great. So go out this week, check out this week's menu, and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com/slash/almostfamous. That's blueapron.com/slash/almostfamous to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. All right, Colton, let's bop up. You wrestling with something over there? Yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> let's talk about something that only you and I could truly bond over. Oh, yeah. How was last week for you? Like, how weird was it that America was talking about your lack of experience in the bedroom? Well, I don't, I don't know about your case exactly, but for me, I, sw- I think there's only about six six or seven people in my life that really knew a hundred percent that I was a virgin before I went on that. I also, so, my dad didn't know. I don't, he didn't know for sure. No, honestly, my dad didn't know. I think my mom had a good idea. I hinted, I'm, I'm very open with my mom when it comes to like that kind of, it sounds weird, but me and my mom have this weird relationship where we're more friends than we are like mother son. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she had a better idea, but that's not something, you know, that's not something you talk to your parents about. I mean, no. obviously they, they knew in high school and in college, I didn't go out very often and they knew that I never really brought a girl home. So they had an idea, but they didn't know it for, for a certain. So it's, it's difficult, you know, going from six people knowing to about 6 million. Uh, and they're all, they all have something to, to say about it, whether it's good or bad. So I didn't, I didn't love the way it seemed to come across last week that like she had to take a break and think about think about it and then the guys back at home were talking about it being a roadblock and like a reason to stop a romantic relationship from further developing i i definitely was pretty outspoken about last week because it just seems like it's always like that nobody's ever like oh yay it's such a good thing it's such a beautiful choice how do you feel about that you know um I'll say this with the guys who said that that was that uh, they, that was the hardest part of watching it back because when I hear that like that's what I've heard my whole life so I start to believe that so when I hear it's a roadblock when I hear um, when people say that it's I start to believe that more so for me to hear like people say hey it's a skeleton in your closet it's like well why is that a skeleton like why why can't why isn't that just part of who I am and what makes me me why does that have to be portrayed as like a bad thing um, so that was hard for me to hear. As far as her getting up from the dinner table, uh, I just want to go on record saying I did not feel disrespected when that happened. Mm-hmm. I actually I understood like she wanted to compose herself and figure out exactly what she wanted to say because she did understand how big of a moment that was for me to open up. And I think that she respected it enough to like gather her thoughts. I think it was more in a respectful way than it was a disrespectful way. Um, and that, that's I mean, I just wanted to clarify that, too. Oh, well, that's that's nice. that's good to hear. Um, I just have to say one more, one more thing about this. When I was just like, just like you, I didn't tell anybody really, you know, just my best, best friends knew. And then I got to a point like around your age, like 26, where I was like cursing it because so many people were like telling me it was on unattr- an unattractive quality and it well, right. hurts. Right. And like, that was the scary part too, is like, I even, some of the guys, I don't know if it was on air or not, but they were just like, well, that's a big responsibility for somebody to that's take on. what it's I like, always heard the respo- responsibility quote, quote. I'm like, wow. Um, well, it was a decision that I made. So how about it's a decision I make when yeah. I feel right. The time is right. See, I mean, and you and I could bond over this for days because the other, I'll tell you the other two frustrating things that, that get to me with, with the virginity is 
just because you're a virgin doesn't mean you don't have any ex- like any experience at all. Thank um, you. I mean, it's not like I'm not a. Se- I'm, I us, honestly consider myself. I consider myself a very romantic and sexual person, but it's just not to that point. I, I think that that's a very that's a miss. You know, people miss sort of misread that and misjudge that. It's like just because I haven't had sex doesn't mean I I haven't done anything. Right. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'll stop there for yeah. for your guys. I was for, the exact the same way. No, I was super interested, man. <laughs> no, yeah. I was I was in a very <laughs> similar situation. And I'd always be like, just because you don't have sex doesn't mean you can't be sexy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You both are very, right. uh, very good representations of that. Well, I just <laughs> have one more thing to say. Sorry, Ben. No, I'm, I'm I, taking I, this I, part over just because it's something that we seriously. You guys talk about it. You know, you're going to learn that it was a really awkward time to have that aired and to talk about it in front of the cameras and all that. But so many people are going to come up to you and say, thank you for making me feel more normal for my choice. I've actually already had that happen to me twice. And I was, I was in the Dominican at my brother's wedding and people were on vacation and they came up to me and said that they just watched it and they wanted to commend me for how brave it was and that they respected my decision. So it was really cool to actually experience that. Um, I didn't even get to really, I didn't even really get to see that episode until I got back, but people came up while they were on their vacations and told me that. So it was, it was honestly really cool to hear that. All the awkwardness is worth it when you get people to say that. And then you realize that there's so many other people in your boat out there, but we just don't talk about it very much. Exactly. We got to start, we got to start talking. We we have to start talking and somebody did start talking to us. Colton, I want to read you an email from one of our listeners, um, Ashley and, uh, Colton, this is, this is something I'd love you to kind of close this topic out on. But uh, the title of it's Virgin Shaming. It's from Lane. We don't know how old Lane is. But anyways, it says, Hello, I'm writing about tonight's Bachelorette episode. Tonight, Colton told Becca that he is a virgin. It really bothered me the way the other guys talked about him being a virgin as a burden that Becca will have to take on and as it being the skeleton in the closet. That's a good point. I feel like mm-hmm. we typically refer to the skeletons as the opposite snare. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. I know that both yeah. Ashley and Becca Tilly <laughs> had openly talked on the show about being a virgin, and they were able to help a lot of girls relate to them and to stay strong in their personal decisions. Overall, the way the guys reacted and the way Becca immediately uh, reacted by walking away bothered me. What do you get, you guys think? Was it virgin shaming? In my mind, this is a personal decision that doesn't take away from a person's ability to be a good spouse. Both my husband and I saved ourselves from marriage and it made everything that much more special. I love you guys and love your show, Aww. Lane. Oh, that's so sweet. I, I, I agree. It's a weird um, dichotomy and it's very ironic that in, in typically in life, we talk about our skeletons in our closet as things we have done, um, not things we have not done. It's the experiences that we've... Uh, participated in that maybe uh aren't healthy on our souls that cause maybe a dark cloud over our life um but for you two and many others out there uh this is something that you've personally chosen to eliminate those skeletons so hey kudos to you and and also colton before we say goodbye do you thank you uh for being so open so honest during this uh, this interview i think it will open up um a lot of people's eyes to the story it will allow people not only to relate with you better in your story but also tia i think i, I have a, a more of, of an understanding of where tia was coming from and why she talked to becca she just really likes you dude she really really yeah, likes she really you does. Yeah. <laughs> can i can i say something too i just yeah. i think you know with her taking the break from social media too i don't nobody 
nobody deserves to get hated on for speaking their truth and speaking their mind. So the fact that she was, you know, that she was able to do that and have, you know, the courage to come up and, and actually speak her truth to Becca, I respect that a hundred percent. So I, I just want to put that out there too, that, you know, I, I don't hold any hard feelings or any resentment there because obviously I'm, I'm now able to watch the other three relationships and see that Becca is going to be taken care of. Yeah. Well, just be careful, buddy, because there's going to be a lot more girls liking you and chasing down you very, and, uh, very And throwing soon. rocks at your window like they used to do in college. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've had willpower for 26 years of my life. Another couple of years ain't going to hurt. Well, that's right. Hey, well, speaking of willpower and speaking of great things, uh, Colton, tell us about the uh, Bacardi party on July 26th. Yeah, so in um, San Diego at Mavericks in uh, Pacific Beach, I'm hosting a party for my foundation. And I just want to invite everybody to come on out, have a good time. It's going to be Havana-themed, so Cuban-themed. Cuban Bacardi's going to have drinks out there. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to hang out and um, raise money for a good cause. Uh, I think that you know my foundation, the Legacy Foundation, supporting cystic fibrosis has been a passion for me for a lot of years, and I think that um, continuing to put effort into growing this is um, what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I just encourage everybody to come out if you're free on July 26th down in San Diego at Mavericks. Why would people come? Like, I mean, outside of just being a part of a really good event and a really good foundation, why would, why would people want to come hang out? Um, well, because it's, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be a can't miss party of the summer. I don't party very Ooh. often, and I'm preparing for this one. This is going to be a good one. And I'm gonna have a, a couple of my friends there, so some surprise guests um, making some making some stop, stops by. So if you want to see some of your favorite bachelor cast members, I think a few of them are gonna stop by for me. What does Pure Vita bracelets have to do with all this? So Pure Vita bracelets uh, has been a sponsor of mine since I played with the San Diego Chargers. They've been helping out um, 100% of the proceeds from my bracelet that they sell go back to my foundation. So every quarter they send my foundation a check that allows me to do the things that I'm able to do at the children's hospital. So Pier Vita and Bacardi uh, came together with my legacy foundation and we're hosting a huge party and we're going to be handing out free bracelets and some drinks and it's just going to be a good time to have a lot of fun. Awesome, man. Well, we're wishing you the best. If anybody's out there listening and wants to see Colton um, rub shoulders, rub his shoulders, he's got big shoulders, uh, <laughs> go to Eventbrite for tickets. Uh, Colton, we appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. Thank it's you so much. This has been great. Absolutely. Well, hey, I look forward to meeting you in person, Ashley. And Ben, I'll see you around. All right, man? Hey, I'll I... see you on Friday at Mental All, actually. Oh, uh, okay. I'll see you. I'll see you then. Right. Bye. See you, Colton. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Colton definitely works out. Colton, we already met. <laughs> he knows that. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's weird. <laughs> um, just just a good-looking guy. Yeah. Good football player. Good, solid person. Um, next Bachelor. I think he has a stronger chance than a couple of the others. Tia go on the show if he's the next Bachelor? <laughs> I hope she learns her lesson by then. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but then again, I'm the last person to talk about things like that. Well, I, uh, one thing I do know, I know uh, Tia is a big fan of this. I, I, I believe she posts about it. If, if not, um, we're, we're excited to watch her journey. But anyways, one of our most favorite sponsors, one of our most consistent sponsors, a sponsor that's been with us from the very beginning, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. 
It retails for forty nine ninety nine, but always has a value of over two hundred dollars. This like is proven. over three hundred dollars this year. It's this summer. Is it really? Yeah. I haven't seen the box yet. It's nuts. Is it is it worth it? It's so good. And you know how last year I was talking about my favorite sunscreen that I did that I discovered through the box? That doesn't turn you blue or something? That doesn't turn me purple. Yeah, purple. <laughs> I found another sunscreen and I love it so much. I love it even more than the other one. Sorry. Sorry, but the coolest sunscreen is so good. And it's in this box. Yeah. Oh, it's worth it. Okay. Use coupon code ALMOSTFAMOUS for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. The Summer Box is available now, and as Ashley was saying, it is worth it. So sign up now before they sell out. Some of the contents you can expect to see in the FabFitFun box, skincare from Kate Somerville, Dr. Brandt, and Juicy Beauty. Dr. Brandt and Kate Somerville? Like, are you kidding me? That's expensive stuff. Is it really? Yeah. What's Juicy Beauty? I like that name. Juice Beauty. Juice. I think it's like a beauty juice. I need that's. There's a lot of things you need to drink in order. To oh, it's stuff you drink. Yeah. I thought stuff you rubbed on your body called beauty juice. Some of the contents of the current summer box: summer and rose beach towel, tart beauty products. Everybody out there tart, listening, we great brand. We don't need to really sell FabFitFun no. anymore. Like it, everybody knows the brand. They know it's proven. Mm-hmm. We've never had a negative review. People love the box. It's worth it. As Ashley said, you're always going to discover new products. As Ashley was saying, last summer she thought she found her non-purple skin lotion. <laughs> this year... It's she, a whole other game. Yeah, even even better. So if you're out there listening and you haven't ordered FabFitFun yet, you got to. The boxes sell out. If you don't already know about it, it's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. Their summer box is epic. Don't miss out because they sell out fast. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code... Almost famous. So you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. The biggest deal in the entire world. Again, that's fatfitfun.com and use the code almost famous. You deserve to treat yourself. Yes, you do. So go to fatfitfun.com, use our code almost famous to save $10 off your box right now. Can't wait to look inside this box. Yeah, so good. Gift them all to me, please. <laughs> all right, Ashley, it's time. For the what? episode breakdown. We, we've oh, kind of breakdown. bounced around a little bit in this podcast, but that's because we had a special guest, Colton, that came on. Actually, to start from the beginning, it's hometown week. I mean, we're getting we're getting the heat mm-hmm. of this. We're going to see love blossom or love go quickly away. But we've seen love now form with all four guys after this week's episode. Yeah, they've all dropped the album. Mm, big deal. Whose hometown date impressed you the most? Well, as far as activities, what I would like to do on my own hometown date I would love to go eat buffalo wings with a boy. Uh, my mom always told me don't eat something as gross as that in, like on a first date. But you know what? She's far deep with it uh, with Jason. So I thought the buffalo wing date was really cute. And they went ice skating. Here's just like a nice northeast homey cozy day, date. It was it – was, I thought all of her hometown dates were very non-dramatic. Mm-hmm, hometown like week was nerve-wracking for me. But I felt like every one of her dates, yeah, there was like rough parts. And yes, the parents like quizzed her and yeah. siblings were there. But they were all very fair. Yeah. Right? You yeah. you expect the mama to be a little mother bearish. You you expect the dad to be a little aggressive and be like, don't hurt my son. And if you do, like do it now and not later. That's what Colton's dad said. But is that, you think this has to do with Becca's just that great? Yeah, she's just like, I don't think there's anything that you really have to worry about with Becca. Mm, my hometowns, man. I, I walked in the dad's like, oh no. This sucks. Well, you had it rough with one of them. But 
the, the JoJo one. And her brothers are actually really great. I've met them since then. Yeah, I don't know why they were so great. mean to me now. They're very ben. nice. That was so weird. All, I, all I know is, like, I was watching this episode. I was like, my mom would never be hard on The Bachelor. She would never have, like, a handsome boy like that walk in the house and then be like, are you going to break my daughter's heart? She would be like, there's a boy in the castle. <laughs> there's this part of reading the Beast where there's a girl in the castle. My mom always jokes, there's a boy in the castle. She got so excited. So, so Becca's hometown dates, uh, very non-dramatic. Blake opens up about some of his life experiences. Blake has been, um, I, I want to get your, okay, so he has a tragic event at his high school growing yeah. up that rocked his world, and, and understandably so. He opens up about it. It gives us a better perspective of why Blake maybe grabs life by the horns and says, let's just live life yeah. to its fullest now. Blake has been, uh, with that included, um, extremely open and vulnerable yeah. throughout this whole season. Yeah. Is it to a fault? Meaning, you know, he talked about his family. He could be a little overbearing. Okay, a little overbearing. He doesn't play the hard-to-get game whatsoever. Okay, so do you think – because I think he just really loves her. Oh, yeah, he really does. And she keeps saying that she loves him back without saying it directly. So do you think she is just as much in love with Blake as he is with her? I think he loves her a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. But I still think that she likes him or loves him. I think she loves him. Is he the front runner? I think so. I believe so, too. Some of the people in the audience disagree. Some of the people in the room. Okay, everybody out there polling, is Blake the front runner? We all get we we got one thumbs up. We got one yes. Garrett. We got one Garrett. Oh, we got three Garrett's and one Blake. Okay, Garrett is amazing. Wait, you girls, why do you think that Garrett's so amazing? Come and speak. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Okay, I'm Bailey and I'm ten. I'm almost eleven though, because yeah, okay. Um, and I think Garrett because he's just be like a better dad and like he's much more like homey sort of and like everyone else is really like I don't know but that I think Garrett's the best he's homey yeah he's okay homey. okay he's I thought his hometown date was pretty homey all right next hi Taylor welcome to the podcast thank you What's your age? I'm 13 I think that Garrett was the best because I felt like they were the most comfortable with each other like, as watching the other people, I feel like it was more tense, but I feel like with Garrett, she really opened up, and he really opened up, and it just really worked together. <laughs> All right, next opinion. That next Sarah. Garrett fan, Sarah. Well, I'm Sarah, and I'm also 10. And I just like Garrett because I feel like they just, like, I don't know. I feel like they were better together than the other ones. That's a great point. They were just, like, <laughs> kind of, like, Someone said that he would be, yeah. Yeah, the chemistry. Yeah. You could see it in their eyes, huh? Yeah, they were just nice together. All right, Lauren, you were the non-Garrett fan. Yeah, I'm a Blake fan because I feel, I don't know, I just felt a whole different vibe with him than all the other guys. And I think they just are a good fit for each other. What kind of vibe are we talking here? Um, You could just tell, like, like you were saying, that she was indirectly saying that she loved him mm-hmm. as much as he loved her. Or maybe a little bit less, but... I don't know, and let's talk about this. I don't know if I've seen a guy or a girl during The Bachelorette or Bachelor fall in love in what seems to be such a genuine and real way so quickly and so strongly than Blake has Rebecca. Am I off for this? I totally agree with that. Have you How many, how many years have you watched this, this, this show? Five. Five? How old are you? Oh, uh, 15. So you're an expert. 16. You're an expert. <laughs> You're 16. Bit. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a big age. Yeah. It's a great age. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So am, am I off? Ashley, am I off with that? No, because I keep thinking, wow, this guy spent so little time with her so far, but his feelings are so deep. Like there must, there must be something between it's them. It's why I'm so worried for him. I'm very, I'm worried very concerned him. he's going to plummet if it doesn't work out. I mean, this is this is real for him. This is this is the part of the show, though. Okay, so now we all take a step back. We've enjoyed watching the show. It's been entertaining. We've had fun seeing Becca navigate her way in this crazy journey we call The Bachelorette. We've seen her contestants come and go. We've had the crazies. We've had the normals. We've had love, and we've had breakups. Mm -hmm. But this is where, and, and you talk about it with anybody, this is where the show starts to really become real life. This show actually affects people in a positive and negative way who participate in the experience. And now we are saying that we're worried for Blake because he has real strong feelings in a world that doesn't cultivate the easiest of breakups. Mm -mm. There isn't a lot there's of no closure. There's the never end. a closure. You can never say, okay, 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 we'll break up, but can we have coffee mm, and like talk about it? Talk about it like next week. Yeah. I mean, I haven't talked to JoJo yeah. since really that day i mean we've met each other we've seen each other at, at a couple iheart festivals we've we've said hi we've been cordial mm -hmm. but we had no closure she had no idea she i mean other than the fact that she's probably heard an interview or two we would have no oh. ability to talk about it so we're worried for blake we're also worried for garrett and we're worried for jason but it just seems like blake this is gonna either really really make his life amazing yeah or really really hurt him yeah, i feel like jason will survive okay so <laughs> Let's let's yeah, Blake's been through so much. Blake yeah. has been through a lot. You know what I thought was an interesting choice to have at first, them go back to the high school cuz I was like his mom had an affair with his high school mm. English teacher. Why are we going back to the high school? But it all seemed good to go because they were all together. Did you notice that his mom, the new husband, the dad, was that what I thought it was? Oh. Yeah, I, I thought that was weird too. It's 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 interesting. That whole stuff that whole thing. I mean, everybody goes through a lot, right? Blake has been through a lot, and and we get that. But a lot of people in life go through a lot. I mean, Blake's situations maybe uh, have been brought up um, on this this show, so it's it's fresh and it's it's real. Uh, but let's you know, I'm sure Garrett has had his his we life know story. Garrett yeah. has had his. You know, his Jason bad. and and Colton. They've they've all had their things. I just think uh, okay. So let's play this game real quick. Oh yay game! Um, but before before we get into the game, I also want to tease that. To cap off this amazing episode of the Almost Famous Podcast, we are actually going to be calling one of Becca's friends who were sitting in the room during the Tia and Becca conversation to talk about the Tia controversy. We are going to get her opinion here in, in just a few minutes. So make sure you tease on. But before we do it, let's play a little game. What's the game? I didn't even know. If Blake... <laughs> Gets broken up with. Yeah. And he is so sad. Yeah. Like hurt, 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 sad. Yeah. Does he sit in a good position to be the bachelor or is he too hurt to be the this bachelor? This is the game, Ben. We, what other game are we going to play on, <laughs> on a bachelor focused podcast? Okay. I think that's his real only chance of becoming the bachelor because truly, as sweet and cutesy as Blake is, it doesn't, I don't think he has the mass appeal uh, that you have or that. Like, what is that? What what is that? What what are you talking? I mean, like, is it that it, it he doesn't? Ha he's not super charming to me. Okay, he growing doesn't. On me, though. He, really, yeah. I think he's he may be growing off of me. Oh. <laughs> um, Blake might be mm. growing 
off me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a wart. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't find him to, like, have mass appeal as, like, ladies would be like, oh, I want to get with Blake. I think of all these remaining guys or even, like, like we'll just say the top four. I think, like, all of them are like, yeah, he's hot. I want to flirt with him. Mm. Like, how many girls are like, yeah, I really want to get with Blake. I could be totally mistaken, and I'm so sorry if I'm using my own, I'm projecting my own type of I mean, man. that's why you're a host. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion is the only one that matters right now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think as a, as a straight man? <laughs> yeah. If, if I mean, I think that... Can we have another adult female? Hello. Come, come. Okay. Hi. Megan, whose house we're staying at right now, has an opinion. Yeah, I like Blake. I, I really enjoyed watching the episode today with my daughters. It was a good time. And it's it just, you know, she's got it down to a really good final few guys. And I think that she's really got her mindset and she's going to make a really good decision. But what do we think of Blake? Like, I, do you, would, would you, if you were a single woman, would you want to get with Blake or would you want to get with Garrett or Colton or Jason? It, not Colton. Sorry. Oh, really? Why no. not? No, I'm just going to go with the other two. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I like she she chose all tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, and um, I just feel like there's the right guys for her, and I don't know. I feel like those two are better. God, I'm gonna get a ton of crap for this Blake thing. Amy, what are you? What's your the feelings? Uh, Colton's very young, super sweet, but young. Uh, Blake is growing on me. I think that if you want a guy that likes you. Blake is your guy. But I guess it's because so we've always liked that we them. Like we've guys always liked hard, that are to get. hard to get. Exactly. Like, so but I, you know, but now I'm great. I, I caught my man and he's mine forever. Right. But you now you like a guy that likes you. That so. sounded so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking who should be the bachelor. Yeah. Are you in it? Are you in the running, Ben? Am I? No, okay, I'm not in yes. this conversation. <laughs> This don't don't put me in a corner well, on my I podcast. Have to say Garrett, then I guess Garrett would make the a great bachelor. He'd be so Chris Solzy. I I have a feeling. I have a really good feeling <laughs> that it's going to be Blake. That it's going to be Colton. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it, I, have I, you had secret talks with him? No, I just I just have this like he has the appeal. He has the fan. It, it matters how he navigates this Tia situation post this elimination now if he starts dating tia now which we don't know then this could this could blow up but for right now all we know is that colton has left the show because of an interference by none other than tia and we are lucky enough to have one of tia's best friends closest confidants a former bachelor contestant who sat in the room during this conversation caroline but first, Sugar Bear Hair. Ashley, tell them about clean, healthy, glowing hair. Well, we see Becca and Tia. They play with their hair so much during that conversation. I was a little distracted. I was like, girls, we know. You have good hair, and you're probably using Sugar Bear Hair. S strong, shiny hair is very important when it comes to beauty. What celebrity do you think of when you think of great hair, Ben? Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah. He does have good hair. Uh, well, I wonder if he uses it. I'm not really 100% sure. J-Lo has always had great hair. You can bet that they are using Sugar Bear hair. They taste, seriously, they taste so good. I wish I could have more than two a day. But you can't have more than two a day. It tastes like candy, but it's made with the juice of real berries. And it contains everything you need for stronger, healthier hair. The nutrients in Sugar Bear hair also helps your nails 
and your skin quality over time. So if you want to join all the Bachelor Nation girls and get some Sugar Bear hair, strengthen your hair, let it grow, let it be strong and shiny and beautiful, go to sugarbearhair.com slash almostfamous. And there's no code. You're just going to go to sugarbearhair.com slash almostfamous. Sugarbearhair.com slash almostfamous. All right, Caroline, are you out there? I'm here. Caroline, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Thanks for having me back. Good to talk to you guys. We have so much to talk to you about. Tell us what happened for reals when Tia came to confess her lingering feelings for Colton to Becca. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all it's all hard. It's, it's weird because um, I'm close with everybody here. So it's um, it was a weird place for me to be to be put in so it wasn't really my story to tell all I could do was try and advise people to uh do the right thing and tell all the right things okay so here's I think where here's everybody's confusion is right now Caroline in your opinion what was the right thing um I uh so I knew that Tia made the wrong move in the beginning but I don't think Tia really – oh, that's hard. All right. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, is, like, I knew about Colton back in January when the girls came for the girls' trip, and then Becca's, like, crying about Ari. And um, so, and you know, I'm like, who is this cute boy that you're FaceTiming, Tia? And, and everything just kind of, like, fell apart because – for whatever reason. Um, but – it was very obvious to me that Tia, as much as she wanted to believe she was over Colton, that she wasn't, but I don't think she believed it herself. So she was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And I was like, this is a mistake. And I tried to actually slip, um, <laughs> I tried to slip a note into Becca's bag and the producers, they were like, wouldn't let me out of their Um, just that I, <laughs> Um, just kind of like giving Becca a heads up that I think it wasn't my place to be like, Hey guys, like, no Tia, I think you still love Colton, even though you don't think you love Colton and love obviously is just like, but you know what I mean? Um, I had to just, I had to sit back and like, let it run its course. And that's a hard place to be in when you care about both of these people so much. And, um, I tried to slip the note in the bag and tried to be like, Hey, probably let Colton go and mm. they, I didn't get that opportunity. And, um, yeah, but I, I told, I told Tia it needed to come from her. She couldn't be the one to have it like all come out and, uh, and have it come out and, you know, it seemed like she was being sneaky. I just, I don't think Tia knew what she wanted. And I think, I think we've all been in that point in a relationship where you're like, I don't know what the hell I want. It's very confusing. And then you add all of this bachelor world into it and it's, it's, it's a confusing place to be, but, um, I think the timing was, uh, really bad. I'm, okay. So we can obviously tell that this puts you in a really difficult position. I mean, like you I, said, yeah, it's a rock and a hard place. For me. It, it is. And, and, and we understand that. So here is my, uh, argument against you. Um, and let's just tra- talk it out here. You think that Becca should have got rid of Colton. What if Colton was really into Becca and didn't want to go home? Okay, but the thing is, is that I just, I know how our friendship is. And so me, Becca, and Tia are very close. Mm-hmm. So I know that if before anything even started, I feel like it's probably better to 
get rid of Colton before things got going. Um, because Tia liked Colton. Or what yeah, was your reason? It, what was but, your reason? Okay, but so Tia says she didn't like Colton, and I'm like, I don't believe you. Was Tia just trying to be the cool girl and being like, I'm not going to act like I have such strong feelings? For yes, man. that's no, exactly. I, I, yeah, and so, you know what I mean? It's like, we've all been there. We're like, no, no, it's fine. Go on the show. Everything's fine. Like, I'm cool. Like, she was, you're, that's exactly what it was. She's being the cool girl, and I don't think she was being honest with herself about her feelings, and... Um, I just I have a problem with this because the idea and, and a lot of people out there on social media are saying like, you know, they're criticizing Tia. They're criticizing the, the situation. And I and I understand yeah. that Tia had to say something. She needed to say something. It was on her heart. She well, I, I, I don't blame her for that. But why uh, do why do the consequences fall on Colton? For Tia liking him. Okay, so Colton at, at this point has admitted, hey, I'm not into Tia. It didn't work out. I'm into you, Becca. He's still at this point claiming that he's into Becca, um, vocalizing that he's into Becca. We just had him on the podcast a little bit ago. He was saying mm-hmm. that he's into Becca. So why would Becca get rid of Colton when he's not interested in Tia? Tia might be interested in him, and Becca's interested in Colton. Because that's the kind of friend that Becca is. She's not going to jeopardize her friendship um, with someone like as people don't see like what goes on like outside of the show like people are like your friendship is fake you guys like we're all like just dating the same guy it's like well yeah we met that way but we stay in touch and talk almost every day and at the end of the day um, as much as like I think Colton's a great guy and like Colton has become one of like I consider him like a bro to me like he's like a good guy friend now but like at the end of the day, I think she felt it was very obvious to me from the our first spa date visit that she felt strongly about someone else. Uh, um, and I, I think, you know, we'll we'll see that play out. OK, so you're OK. This makes more sense. This is what I was getting on. Now I'm understanding you're saying that at this point you pretty much knew based on your experience with Becca that she was probably not into Colton as her future husband. Right. OK, because so, and then, this is so where I just with, it's with, great that with, she's a great friend. Awesome that she's a great friend, really loyal to her friends. But if she thought Colton was her husband, I would think it would be very odd for her to get rid of him. Okay. Right. But so, but with girl code and with the way, I mean, her face on the first, so I I went in for two episodes. I was there for the spa date and then, you know, for our girl chat here after hometowns. um, And the way that her face lit up on that spa date when she talked about two specific guys, um, I hadn't seen her face light up like that before. And then when I saw her again, her face lit up about that same way still. So I think the way she felt about someone, I think that plus the girl code, it was just like a, hey, Colton, it's time to go home. Are you insinuating that she had stronger feelings for guys other than Colton and that it wasn't a big deal if she were to ask Colton? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It was just it was obvious. It was obvious to me the whole time. Even from the beginning, who she felt strongly about, you know, you, sometimes you just have that magic with people, and um, that makes sense. I, now that all this this is clearing everything up. Yeah, so it wasn't like Colton was the love of her life, and then she was like, "But no, my friendship with Tia." Like, if that was the case, then you find a way to work through it. But um, she, Colton was not the love of her life, and so you know it. it at the end of the day, that's what it really came down to. You can't, you can't be a polygamist and have all of them. You have to pick one. So, mm. except for and, a lot of this episode or a lot of this season, you, you, you can pick <laughs> a couple at a time. 
Yeah, you know what? It sounds like it's going to be fun, but I just feel like that's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. You got your hands full over there. So, okay. To close this out, let's play a little game. We play a couple okay. games this, this this podcast. <laughs> They're not really games when it comes to Ben, but it's all good. <laughs> um, if you're what the do bachel- I win? <laughs> if you're the Bachelorette, you have okay. the final four guys here, and mm-hmm. you're sitting there in Becca's shoes, and Tia comes to you. Do you send Colton home? based on the way that I know that she felt about someone else. Yes. And if I was feeling that way about someone else, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Now. And the thing is, is I know, I know for a fact that her number one and her number two spot lit her up like a Christmas tree. Okay. Like mm-hmm. there were two guys that she spoke about and she spoke about them highly the whole time. And when she spoke about them, the girl lit up like Christmas and there's something in her body language that doesn't matter whatever ha- even if Tia was never in the Colton equation Colton would have gone home when he went home Interesting. because there was some there was there was two other guys that when she spoke about um lit her up like a christmas tree so, so. who would be your final okay in order we we've asked this question earlier <laughs> your be- in Becca's shoes who would be your final guy um, and let's, let's rank them in order. And then next, who do you think the next bachelor will be? If, if we're saying for the sake of this game, all the guys have gone home that we're just saying that Becca eliminates every single guy left from Colton to, to, to Garrett, to Blake, to Jason, just say they all have gone home. Who would be the next bachelor in your eyes? The next bachelor. <laughs> A lot of anticipation. I mean, I don't know. I've I've heard a lot of people throw Wills' name around. What? I can, I, is that no? Is, is, is that because you're friends with Wills? No, I've only met him. I've only met him once. So Wills, Wills would be a dark horse, right? I mean, coming. Oh, wait, yeah. He went home how many weeks ago? Like four, four weeks ago. Can no. I? Can I tell? No, can I tell you guys? Can I tell you a secret? Well, yes, a I haven't. I haven't watched twenty. 20- I haven't watched any of this season. <laughs> oh wow, Caroline! Wait, how is that? Yeah. You haven't caught up well, because you were somewhere else. No, um, I maybe, yeah. So I kind of got a little far behind, and now I have to sit down and binge watch. But I've been, I've been a little busy, so um, I'm a little far behind. So um, I mean, I want to say who I think would be a good person, but I think it could also give away the finale. So I, you guys are gonna have to, uh, you're gonna have to phone a friend on that one, not this friend. <laughs> Okay, well, I would like to ask you just one more question before, because I feel like I'm going to get crap because I said that Blake may not be charismatic enough to be the next Bachelor, um, or he may not have a huge... He may be very cute and adorable, but maybe not like... Did you watch my season of The Bachelor? Oh, yeah, well, I don't want to redo that. I mean, I don't... I I mean, granted, I haven't really seen much of Blake, but can it really be that bad? I, I don't think it's bad. I think the guy is very, very like, well, Ashley's saying he doesn't have the I thought he was cute. The two clips I saw on the World Wide Web. But you I know what? I guess you have to say how many bachelors have the the it factor. Because, like, even, like, Chris Souls and Brad Walmack, they're, like, all very vanilla. But they fit the role because the girls bring the drama. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And I don't even know if uh... – I don't know if we can even count Blake into the equation for being the bachelor. So we don't either, but it's part of the game. 
Um, this has been, uh, Caroline, thank you for coming on and being honest about this. I know this is not easy. I know this it's, situation. It's really, puts you in a weird place. it's hard. And I, I was, so, I was actually sweating before you guys called because these are two of my really good friends and it is a weird place to be, but, um, we'll take a cold shower I, I, now. It's all over. <laughs> but just a, just a word to people listening. Um, be nice to Tia. Honestly, we've all been in a place where we didn't know what our heart wanted and it's messy. So people, uh, she's taking a, a, she's taking a social media cleanse this week, um, just because it's people. I know it's not going to be easy on her, but probably for the so. best. It's probably for the best. Yeah. But, hey, yeah, listeners out there, we have nice listeners. They're not mean. They're just mean to us. So it's fine. <laughs> guys, um, <laughs> being kind is cool. Be nice, guys. Hey, Caroline, thank so, you so much for coming on the podcast. All right, good talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Bye. Ashley, to to close out. Mm-hmm. Um, the the podcast. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. One is uh, for everybody out there listening, you got to look up. I, I did ra- uh, karaoke with Rascal Flats at this tournament this week. Okay, you're so cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> but it was really, really, really exciting. Again, I want to thank the ACC or American Century um, Championship for letting me come out here and play. It's been a blast. Ashley, thanks for coming out and watch and bringing your uh, beautiful fiance Jared this week, July nineteenth. My lip sync battle airs. Ah! Please go check it out. It's going to be fantastic. It's really great. What day of the week is that? I don't know. Oh, come on. Let's figure it out. July 19th is, for all the people listening, that's in, oh, jeez. The week is flying by. That's a Thursday. So this Thursday, make sure you check out Lip Sync Battle. Myself and Rachel Lindsay go head-to-head in a dance-off. It's really great. Damn. It's going to be so good. Ashley, it's been a great podcast. I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.